Hi, and welcome to Wisdom's Echo. I am your host for this daily podcast, Teresa Bowen. Ah, Coming to you live from right now the sunny but yet cold South Alabama (laughs) of the U.S., Um, I think I got the last of the beautiful sunshine on the beach um, Saturday morning, and I'm so grateful because I believe winter is going to be setting in. Of course, we still have warm middays and afternoons, but yeah, that's the beauty of living on the Gulf Coast. Anyway, let's get started. Proverbs chapter 9. Wisdom has built herself a palace or a house upon seven pillars to keep it secure. Seven pillars, plural, kind of reminds us of the seven days of creation, seven spirits of the Lord. Wow, these sevens, this perfection, these pillars, love it. She's built her house, some translations say. She has made ready a banquet, a feast, and has prepared her meat. She has mingled her wine, and the table is all set. Wisdom's feast will teach us the ways of God. We feed our hearts on revelation truth that transforms us when we implement with wise strategies the understanding we have learned at the feasting table. I love what um, is uh, termed the table ministry, if you will, because we see that pattern with the Father in the book of Exodus when Moses and 70... uh, 72 elders of Israel plus Joshua and the sons of Aaron go up the mountain and they sit at a table and feast with the Father, the Creator, the Most High God. That's our first mention of sitting at a table. Then here we have wisdom calling us to her banqueting table. We also have in the Song of Solomon, that um, he calls us to his banqueting table. Some translations say house, his wine house, his banqueting table, and his banner over us is love. Yeshua um, has the picture, right, that, that's t- commonly termed the Last Supper, Um which indicates that there were many meals, and we do see Yeshua breaking bread, multiplying fish, having a table ministry, if you will, with multitudes, that um, partaking of bread. He himself becomes the bread that comes down from heaven. Ah, the beauty of it all, and wisdom mingling her wine where we find that Yeshua, the first miracle, right? Turning water into wine, um, simply being his blood, becoming the wine 
the cup of the everlasting covenant, which we are predominantly water, <laughs> and we become turned into a new wine. We are that new wineskin that can hold that new wine, this blood of the new and everlasting covenant. So I begin all of this with, um, oh, let's continue. Let's continue here. Verse 4 in uh, Proverbs chapter 9. Whoever wants to know me and receive my wisdom, come and dine at my table and drink my wine. Lay aside your simple thoughts and leave your paths behind. Agree with my ways. Live in my truth and you will find righteousness. If you try to correct an arrogant cynic, expect an angry insult in return. If you try to confront an evil man, don't be surprised if all you get is a slap in the face. So don't even bother to correct a mocker, for he'll only hate you for it. But go ahead and correct the wise, and they'll love you even more. Teach a wise man what is right, and he'll grow even wiser. Instruct the lovers of God and they'll learn even more. The starting point for acquiring wisdom is to be consumed with the awe as you worship Most High, Creator, God the Father, to receive the revelation of the Holy One. You must come to the One who has living understanding. Wisdom will extend your life making every year more fruitful than the one before. So it is to our advantage to be wise, but to ignore the counsel of wisdom is to invite trouble into our life. Wow, what beautiful words here to finish this year and to prepare for a new year. Verse 11, wisdom will extend our life, making every year more fruitful than the one before. So it is to our advantage to be wise. Wow. Just sit in that right now and just breathe. Hold that breath. One, two, three, four. Yeshua is the door. Slow. Inhale, hold, one, two, three, four, Yeshua is the door, exhale. Wisdom, we engage you, we see you and the house you have built. We see the seven pillars upon which you've secured your house. We come to your table to partake of your meat, to drink of your wine. You have sent out your maidens, crying out from the high place, inviting us all to come and eat until we're full. We say yes to the maidens of wisdom that cry out and call us in daily, daily. Oh, yes, we come and dine at your table and drink your wine. 
We partake of the meat and the wine of wisdom. I lay aside my simple thoughts, things that I know that I think consciously and things that I don't even know I'm thinking subconsciously. By faith, I lay them aside. Wow, and I leave those paths behind. And I agree with your ways. And I live in your truth and righteousness wisdom by the power of Yeshua and the Holy Ghost, who is my helper, our helper. I will not be angry if corrected. I will not kick and fight if confronted for righteousness sake. I am not a mocker of truth. I love truth. Teach me wisdom, what is right, that I may grow even wiser. Yes, for I am a lover of the Most High God, Father, Creator. I love your ways. Your ways, you say, are higher. I breathe in your higher ways that I may contain them within my being. Ah, yes, Father, 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 I am consumed and in awe of you, Father, to receive revelation from you as I come into Mount Zion, into Wisdom's house, and I am taught of you, Father, and Wisdom. I thank you that you extend my life, our life, say that. Thank you, wisdom, that you extend my life and that you make every year more fruitful than the one before. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you and amen and amen. Father has spoken to me to lay aside all the busy work for the rest of this year. I got this word a month ago. So I've been laying aside the busy work. I've not been listening to everything coming down the pipeline. I've just been sitting in quiet and in rest to be in awe and to worship my Father, creator of all. Whoa, and to meditate on Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ, this new species that we are, we are that new species Christ. Yeshua, the last Adam, the first Christ, the firstborn among many brethren. I just breathe that in and meditate on that and who I am in him, who he is in me, that we are in the Father, the Father is in me in us we are all connected in the father in christ seated at the right hand of the father in christ as a christ till the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our god and his christ we were born for such a time as this we were born for this chaotic yet beautiful 
transitional day in the history of mankind. And speaking of history, there are so many histories and we all want to argue that our history is the only history and blah, blah, blah. That reminds me of where it says that in Proverbs 9 that um, if we try to speak to arrogant cynics, we get angry insults. Um, if we try to confront evil, that there's the slap and don't even bother to correct the mocker. Creation is so vast. The Father himself is so vast. And the one truth that will remain throughout all history is that Father God Creator sent his only Son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And that, my friend, is a righteous truth that, yeah, stands forever. And I don't think it's history so much that's as important as the rebuilding or the building of our future. You know, if I'm constantly looking behind and at the past, I only repeat the past. But if I look forward to the future as a new species in Christ, to the blueprint the Father has for mankind, for humanity, and I get a glimpse of that in the book of Revelations where it says the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God and his Christ. That is the blueprint I look forward to building that future, to come into Mount Zion, to be taught of his ways and not to dicker and bicker about one man's opinion over another man's opinion. Oh, what a waste of time. What a waste of energy when all things are energy and the frenzy upon Babylon and the religious systems are just to feed off your energy. What you give your focus to is what you feed from. And that's the energy that will beget energy, that will beget energy. So I look to the future because the future and is now, it is today, it is right here this moment as you're listening to this, po this podcast. This is the future and going forward is the future for our lives, for our legacy, to build legacy. The earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof and those who dwell therein. And he's given it to his sons to steward all the cosmos groans, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. When we're faithful in the little things, we'll be made master over much. When the owner was sent to see what the stewards had done with what they had been given, the one, the five, the ten, the one fearful buried it, buried his head in the sand, refused to help build the future now. The one who received the five talents and the ten talents, they multiplied them. 
and they were given more. Too much is given, much is required. And those who multiply the goodness and the glory of our Father in the here and the now, that glory will grow. The, the glory of the former house will be greater, right, than the latter. So looking at, I don't know if I said that correctly. <laughs> the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. Yes, there we go. That is correct. Thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving me that and letting me correct it right here, right now. Oh, you're such a wonderful helper and teacher. Yes, the kingdom of God within us, the kingdom of heaven right here as close as the air we breathe. I'm not looking out there for you, Father, for you are right here in me. Yeshua, you're right here in me, and I'm doing what I have seen you do break bread at the table with my legacy, with my brothers and sisters, and to speak of Christ. And as much has been given to me to multiply for your glory, Father. Whoa, that men, mankind would see my good works and glorify you, Father. Silah and amen.